Hey there, you're listening to the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast, Episode 12, Unleashing a Fearless Mindset. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm Melanie Rushing, and I'll be joined shortly by my business partner, Alicia Smith, to discuss how we use mental training with our team this season. If you've been with us for all the episodes so far, shout out to you. Maybe you're just podcast obsessed like us, but you're definitely our people, and we're glad you're here. There are many great lessons and proud moments this week. In this episode, we discuss dealing with the unexpected and staying resilient, taking it one game at a time, having fun and being fearless, reframing circumstances to your advantage, getting to postseason with a young team, and keeping up the good work. Don't forget to grab today's freebie, Another Challenge. This one comes directly from our Courageous course and teaches players how to deal with the pressure and up-level the challenge. Before we get to the show, a quick message about our consulting services. When we consult with your team, we work with you to craft an entire season of mental training in order to develop a resilient, dedicated, and impactful team. Fair warning, this is a pricey service because we want to provide a top-notch, personalized experience for you and your girls. We offer three levels of consulting, and all of them include full access to our courses for the entire team, access for all coaches to the academy, which includes drills, practice plans, a community, and us, binders for each player so they have all their worksheets printed and with them at all times, and mental training sessions that we facilitate. If you have the financial resources but not the time, let us help you run the mental training aspect of your program. To tell us more about your needs and get a free consultation, head to mentalsweetspot.com forward slash consulting. Now back to the episode. So come on, tell me all about the week. Let's start with the pre-district game and then talk all about yesterday. Sure. So in Michigan, we have um, a draw for the districts. Um, so there are six teams in our district, so it's literally a draw out of the hat to see who plays the pre-district. So we drew the pre-district on Tuesday. And we got about, um, I think, three, two and a half innings in, and then all the thunder, you know, came. So, of course, according to the rules for MHSBA, as well as, I'm sure, other softball arenas, we had to stop play until the thunder um, didn't happen for 30 minutes, as you guys know, for a while. Um, And then they said, all of a sudden, the umpires came running on the field and said, you have 10 minutes to warm up, go. And they said, the rain's coming, it's on the radar, there's no doubt it's going to come, but we need to try to get in what we can. So we had 10 minutes to warm up, my pitcher threw for 10 minutes, and then the kids were kind of scattered. It was quite a long delay, it was probably over an hour, so the kids were kind of scattered around the, you know, the, the area they are eating and talking, and then trying to transition very quickly to that 10 minutes to go into game mode was very difficult. Mm-hmm. So we went three up, three down. We had scored one run in the first and one run in the second. When we batted in the top of the third, we went three up, three down. And then they went on to offense and we had a walk and a hit. And then the rains came. So it was basically first and second, nobody out. And then it just monsoon rain. So, of course, you know, this part of the course in the spring. Um, so we had to stop the game and then decide on a day to resume. So Wednesday was graduation for us. And then on Thursday, um, we decided to play. So the, we started again at five and had to kind of pick up right where we left off. So runners on first and second, nobody out. So we practiced what we thought we would expect. We expected a bunt. Um, and we practiced that. You know, we talked about uh, the slow, slower pitching that we were facing. They were not adjusting very well. She was throwing low and outside and slow, and we weren't adjusting. So the benefit to us is we got to practice that. We got to kind of talk about the situation. It was very different. I think there's only been one other time in my 21-year career that we had to actually pick up a game when we left off. So 
Thursday, they were much more relaxed. I felt on Tuesday, they were a little tense. I think that um, when they saw the pitcher warming up, they said, well, we've never faced her. That's a new pitcher. Well, we had done the same. We had not shown our number one, so it was a different pitcher. And I think all of a sudden, I just started like, oh, no. And I said, why? You know, this it's fine. You guys are fine. So um, that mental challenge of picking up right when, you know, 10 minutes go to get into game mode is a very difficult thing, mm -hmm. even for coaching staff, I think. Yeah. So, because we weren't expecting it because in the very, very far distance, we could hear thunder. And I think what they did is they called the, the MHS to play up mm -hmm. in Lansing to get clearance to be able to play. So because it was very far away and we knew the rain was coming. So that transition was a was a difficult thing. So we talked about that on Wednesday. We said, look, there's a situation you guys are thrown into. It's not usual. You had a very short time to warm up and that's outside of your routine. And we weren't mentally focused when we came back. Mm -hmm. and I said, so that's a good lesson learned because you just never know what's mm -hmm. going to happen, right? So that was a good lessons learned, and that's what we tried to try to use there. So Wednesday, yeah. short, Thursday, we picked up right where we left off. They didn't do what we expected them to do, but we almost got out of the inning without them scoring at all, which was awesome. But we had a couple whoopses, but they only scored two, so it was 2-2. Two -two. And then the thing that I loved about what they did is the top of the fourth, they responded with three runs. Mm -hmm. They adjusted to the pitching. They started hitting really well. And then we ended up winning the game, I think, 7-2. to So they just did a really good job. They were much more relaxed, too. Right? Tuesday, I felt tense. They felt tense, and they didn't quite feel, you know, they were nervous. Mm -hmm. And I think for a young team, especially when most of your, like, half of your team haven't even participated in playoffs before, that's a difficult thing. So mm -hmm. I asked them, we talked on Friday, how are you guys feeling? And they all said they felt better because they yeah. had that game under their belt, right? So mm -hmm. now... Going, we had a little bit shorter practice because it's still kind of warm. And, you know, at this time, we just wanted some repetitions. And then yeah. um, going into districts, we knew that all the teams that we could have faced because we played all of them before because they're local. So mm -hmm. um, there wasn't any surprise it was going to come. So we said we have to do our job, though, right? So um, there's eight total games that you have to win if you draw a pre-district to win the state championship. So mm -hmm. we printed out number eights for them before the Tuesday game and said, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past, it doesn't, it only matters what you do today. And you don't even get to the district semifinal unless you win the pre-district. Mm -hmm. So here's number eight, we put them in the notebooks. So then after they win the pre-district, then they get a seven. You can't look past anyone. It doesn't matter. You know, and that's, that's the, I try to bring up those upset um, stories all the time mm -hmm. because we should have won that first, first game where we were a better team, but that doesn't matter. Right. So if you, for one second, lose your focus or think that, you know, just going in that you're going to win, that's when upsets happen. So mm -hmm. um, after they won that game, I gave them their sixes. And then we went into the championship game. We played back-to-back, -back, which was great for us. Um, it wasn't quite as hot and muggy, but it was still kind of warm. And, you know, they just came out unbelievable. I mean, the, the energy was amazing. Um, from the very first inning, they scored. And, and they ended up um, scoring 10 runs in five innings. And it was a run rule. And we did not allow a run all day. The pitching was outstanding. We made some great defensive plays, and we just continued to pound the ball. So it was just this this thing that you've been waiting for, right? This 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 feeling, the focus, the fun, the relaxed, the, the fearlessness, and just it, when it, you see it come together, it is it makes you so proud as mm -hmm. a coach. So um, my greatest, I have the best seat in the house, right? Sitting at yep. the base. Um, in the coach's box watching and, and cheering them on. So I was really, really proud of them for putting it all together and doing everything that they needed to do um, and, and dominating. 
I mean, it was really a, a dominant performance. And um, that isn't always easy. So now we have a full week to prepare for regionals. Um, in Michigan, we have you know two or three district games, two regional games on next Saturday. If we win the regionals and you go on to quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. So five more games, hopefully, left. Um, the opponents that we are in, one, one of the, our next opponent is um, this, a same opponent we faced in regionals, um, I think, for the last three or four years. However, um, we have not played them this year. We never play each other. So mm. um, I think we're familiar with each other, though, just because you, you play each other at least once a year. And then um, the next team would either be a team that we've played before or somebody else that we haven't played. So it depends mm. on who wins that other semifinal game. So we have the 10 o'clock and the 2 o'clock game Saturday. Um, we have a game on Wednesday, actually, with just a one a one game uh, game up in uh, up north for a team that's pretty good um, that will help prepare us for the regional. Um, so it kind of breaks up the week. This week between districts and regionals is really long because yeah. five full days of practice. So we got to break that up a little bit. So we'll have to kind of put together a practice plan. Um, usually at this point, it's a lot of routine stuff. Um, there isn't really anything new. We can practice a few of those things that we kind of did the whoopses on, but other than that, um, it's just kind of that routine mm -hmm. for them. So um, super proud, super happy. Um, a little bit tired today. But <laughs> sure. The emotional roller coaster, right? Of all the emotions, mm -hmm. and, you know, I coach with a lot of emotion, pumping up, jumping up, down, screaming, yelling, and that—that's—that's that's awesome, though. I'm really happy and really proud of them. But I, I saw it come together on Saturday, and, and now the challenge will be to continue, right? Mm -hmm. they, they showed they showed me where they can go. They know how to get there. They've played there. If they can keep doing that, then we'll be fine. Oh, I love that. I'm so proud of them. It's so exciting. Me too. Um, all right. So reflecting on last week, I don't think you went in with a set theme um, like the um, regular season. But what would you say, looking back, turned out to be the theme mentally and team wise? Probably resiliency. I mean, that's one of our whys as well. Mm -hmm. And I heard some comments about how can we be playing in a monsoon rain in a semifinal game, but in a pre-district, there's thunder 20 miles away and we have to stop, you know? Yeah. That brings a lot of emotion, especially for, including myself, for those who have been through that before. So you have to overcome those things, right? That was an emotional response I had, an emotional response I know some parents had and some kids had. And those are the challenges. You have to be resilient when it comes to getting through that stuff, being in control of your emotions. But at the end of the day, you just have to be resilient. You've got to let it go and move on. It doesn't matter what it is. So the ability that they had to come back after they scored two runs is was awesome. I mean, that right there showed me, okay, you guys are here. You're ready to play. You want to do this. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And I told them that at the end. Like, you know, there's still a few things we need to clean up. You know, we had some base running mistakes in the first game, even though we won um, by a lot. And those don't reflect, right, in a game like that. When we don't tag at third with a fly ball to right field, mm. when, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. in, in it's a game where every run counts. That's a yeah. big deal. Mm -hmm. So those are the little things that we need to continue to work on and to focus. So mm -hmm. um, I would say last week resiliency for sure. And I would just say for the rest of the season, just be fearless. I mean, that, again, that's our, that's our number one why, I think. Mm -hmm. When they play that way, it is so fun to watch. I love that. And that was going to be my guess was like, if I could theorize how to do yeah. themes of the week, I totally agree. Postseason should be about connecting back to what's already there. It's not about doing something new. 
Right. It's about reconnecting and getting that perspective of why. And I love Absolutely. that. Ah, I'm so excited. Yeah, sure. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for next week. What do you think you can do to prepare for that game break? Because game breaks suck. There's no getting around it. <laughs> but it yeah. won't be nearly as frantic as the 10 minutes here you go, but it will be a refocus. How do you think the girls will handle that? Um, good. I think it's how I frame it. So, mm. right. So I told them on, on, on this Saturday, you know, it's, it's to our advantage that we're playing back-to-back games because we've done that all year. Mm-hmm. So, so this coming weekend is supposed to be about 10 degrees warmer in the 80s and sunny. Mm. So I'm going to frame it as it's our advantage because we get to play early. Yeah. We get to play early when it's not quite as warm. Mm-hmm. The other team, whoever wins the game after us has to play back to back. So they're at the disadvantage because they have to play two straight games in the heat where we are in, we are uh, in the shade. We're cooled down. We have time to rest. We get a chance to watch who we're playing, assuming of course we win. And I think it's about your, how you frame those different situations. And to me, those are, those are not made up. Those are honest advantages. I think that we have. So if you can frame those differences in a positive way or to an advantage, then, mm-hmm. then I think that that's, that's how you get through those things. So even though it's different, we've had tournaments where we have game breaks before. Mm-hmm. And then I will also let them know, hey, you guys get to have your normal routine when you warm up for the second game. Yep. Right? So those are the types of things that I think I can do to help frame those as advantages for us. Yeah. I think the power routines is awesome, but it doesn't need to change for that extra game break. But right. you know I love reframing. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> So like, why not? Why not figure out like how it's to your advantage? And I totally right. agree. It's going to be nice to have that cool down time. Yep. Well, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Looking back to the very beginning, we first talked about this and you were not sure if this team would be able to make it to postseason, let alone succeed because you just didn't know half your team. It wasn't that you doubted them. It was just like, uh, we'll see. Um, but looking back, I want you to talk specifically on, I'm thinking about your notebooks and the mental part of the game. What do you think helped bring those young girls to this, I guess, postseason mentality faster than you even expected? Good question. Uh, first of all, the culture, right, which we started at the beginning, um, making sure they're immersed in that from the get-go and the understanding, but really pushing that mental training, right? So we had a we had, a, we had a set plan, we followed it with some adjustments, um, the constant talking about it, the constant practices, the constant, inter- just the constant push on that kind of stuff. So, you know, I saw a lot of growth in them um, mentally, but it was inconsistent. I think like the part that, that's where the youth stood out, the inconsistency of play, the inconsistency mm-hmm. of confidence, the inconsistency of applying those mental things because it's all new. Mm-hmm. So that part I had to be more patient with this year because in the past, mm-hmm. I've had very, last couple of years, we had very experienced teams where mm-hmm. that wasn't something that, yes, we talked about all the time. Of course we practiced it, but it wasn't so inconsistent mm-hmm. because they were used to that, right? They, they were in the program for three and four years. So they, they were used to that. So for, for this team, um, it was, would they ever get it? Like in the time frame that we had, yeah. right? If all of the distractions that you have and all the delays and all the cancellations and all the indoor practice and everything that we've gone through, although in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal, but it, when, it, when 
you have a younger team and you really need those types of reps and, and those types of, of engagements and things like that, it's critically important. So my, my only, it wasn't a fear. It was just, are they, are, is it going to click? Mm -hmm. Right. Because usually what I'm used to is that last one or two weeks of regular season, we are, we are hitting our stride. All, everything's clicking and everything is where we need to be. Mm -hmm. And we were close but I was still just a little bit worried about the inconsistency mm -hmm. because of how our week ended and then how we started on Tuesday, like that, mm -hmm. just that, just enough on their heels. Mm -hmm. And I talked to them about that. So I could sense it. I, they felt it and they, a lot of them just said, I'm so nervous. Mm -hmm. Even some of the experienced kids, because I think they also felt the, I'm not sure where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I truly believe that rain delay, moving the game to Thursday benefited us a hundred percent for the reason that we could regroup, refocus and come back at it. Mm -hmm. And when they came back, they came back great. So getting that game under their belt gave them that, that exhale. Mm -hmm. And then they could just kind of focus on the, what they were supposed to do. And I can't explain what, changed or what happened other than just maybe things just clicked or maybe they just needed that game. I mean, there's, there's nothing, one thing I could pinpoint other than trying to put in perspective of the entire season. You know, I think I could pinpoint it. I think you've done such a good job at reflecting and talking things through all year, whether it be teaching on a mental skill, talking about errors happening in the game. I think they immediately started the reframe process right after the game was I guess halted, I was going to call it, say it was ended. But I think they already knew how to move on and learn. Yeah, that's probably true. I think sometimes you, like, you can get lost in a lot of the details when you're just close to it right? mm -hmm. all the time. And, and maybe, that, maybe that's what happened. Maybe something just clicked with them where they finally got it or something just kind of said, okay, and, yeah. and, and it's collective. It isn't just one or two people. Right. That's when the magic happens, so to speak, like when they all kind of just get on the same page at the same time. And yep. I mean, th there's a there's a difference too in the emotion when it comes to postseason. Oh yeah, if they can manage that emotion in the right way, not being too nervous, not being too high, not being scared, you know, if they can just honestly, truly play fearlessly. And and it's interesting because one of my players, I had a long conversation with after practice on Friday. She she was walking out with me, and I asked how she was feeling. She's an experienced player. She's a junior. Um, this would be, you know, two straight trips to the final four, be really emerging as a leader, um, immense growth from her freshman year to now, um, just truly a leader on the field and in the dugout and everything that she does. And I couldn't believe how nervous she was. And she was a little bit scared. And I think it's the, she started to think about the what ifs, mm -hmm. like what if we don't win? What if, what if? And we had a really long conversation about her personally and her growth and how proud I was of her and look how far you've come. And are you kidding me? Have you not taken a step back and looked at what we can do? And she goes, you're right. You're right. You know, I said, when our pitching is throwing as well as they are, you know, the pitchers are throwing right now better than I've ever seen them throw. Really? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. You're right. Like she had put a lot of pressure on herself personally to perform to carry the team. And I said, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's a team. It's everyone is in this together, but I kind of put that reflection on her from her last three, you know, three years combined mm -hmm. and then put it in perspective of everyone and yeah. how well they're going for the whole group. And she just went, Oh yeah, you're right. I feel up, but I know. Yeah.
that's half the battle it's like how many stories do we tell ourselves in our head that aren't realistic but we make them real in our heads and then it's like crushing pressure so that's awesome that she came to that realization yeah it was awesome so and i could tell she felt better when she walked off the field and then and then um yesterday i thought she did an excellent job she she could play relaxed and i could tell you know i i think she was a little disappointed that in the second game she didn't hit as well as she does in the first game i could tell but i tried to put everything in perspective for her because look what you did on defense look at all these things that you did and awesome mm -hmm. and you know at the end of the day we did this together you know, mm -hmm. and you were a part of it because without, yeah. you, you know, every person contributed. And I tell you, one of the kids um, had hit a home run and it was that we were close. We were hitting like the fence, you know, like four times. And finally one went over and it was the ninth run of the game, the championship game. And I was so happy for this kid. She was struggling a little bit. And we gave, we gave her, I gave her a big high five. And I remember turn, like before I turned towards home, it was so loud. And I'm like, man, the crowd is going crazy. And I turn around and it was my kids. They were all around home plate, just like in college, just uh -huh. screaming and yelling. And it was funneled right towards me. And I was so happy because they were so genuinely happy for her. And they were so incredibly loud. And the energy was insane. And I forgot to mention one thing. I did something yesterday that I've never done in my career. And I didn't feel necessarily comfortable with it. But I changed the lineup. Oh, I don't change things, especially now. And my comfort level is very important to me. <laughs> but this coach really kept telling me this is what I think is best. And I had her give me all the reasons why. And we had two options. And the first option, I wrote down the lineup and I didn't like it. I didn't feel comfortable. And I, and she came to me and says, you okay? And I said, I, I just don't feel comfortable with this. She goes, then change it. Go with your gut. And I said, I said, okay. So she goes, but this is my one request. We move these two. I said, okay. And I, I thought through it and I said, okay, let's do it. And I felt a little bit better after that, the second lineup, but boy, did it pay off. And I told all the kids the reasons why it wasn't just because you're not like, if you move down the instant thought is I'm not performing. Right. And I said, actually, no, that's not it. I need, I need more RBIs from this spot. Mm -hmm. And this spot comes up a lot with a lot of RBIs or a lot of potential RBIs sitting there on base. And I need someone I can trust to drive them in mm -hmm. a little bit lower and you're going to get better pitches to hit. And she said, okay. And, and she came up at least five times yesterday with RBIs in place. And I, and I just kind of smiled and said, see, this is why now do your job. Yep. And she's actually hit the home run. That's so awesome. I think that, that was very, that was hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I just have this mentality that the kids need to be comfortable, but I think it's me that needs to be comfortable. <laughs> the kids are fine. Yeah. You know, so they did really, really well. And I thanked my assistant coach for, for challenging me a little bit. And she says, look, I know you need to feel comfortable, but I like taking risks. And I said, I said, okay, I don't think it's a huge risk. I think it's probably the best thing. So I feel comfortable enough to trust you to do this. And that was, that was a hard thing for me to do, but mm -hmm. I got to do it too. So. Yeah. And I think you, your gut will know the difference between too risky and a calculated yeah. risk. Which I think was the difference between the lineup I ripped <clears throat> up and the lineup I went with. Mm -hmm. I think it's good sometimes to do that. I don't ever, I mean, you and I talked about this, I don't ever advocate for switching up the lineup every time you're uncomfortable. But, because then no one is comfortable ever. But yeah, there's sometimes... Where one minor adjustment, one flip, one move can just make things click. I love that. Yeah.
yeah, and it, and it really seemed to work yesterday. So nice. I, I think I'll stick with it, and I think that those kids, those kids really took advantage also of the opportunity. There's a couple kids that you know changed. They moved up. Obviously, when someone moves down, people move up, and they all took advantage of it, and they all kind of embraced their role, mm -hmm. and and just did awesome. So I was really proud of them for that too. That was a pretty big deal, I think, to me. I mean, it's probably not to a lot of people watching, but to me, it's, or if you know me, it's like <laughs> what? you changed something, and now. Now, defensively, I don't think I would do that, but unless I had yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I would feel more comfortable keeping it the same, but mm -hmm. boy, that was really tough for me. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else going into next week mentally that you think you'll cover or reiterate going in? Uh, probably being in control of their emotions. I think mm -hmm. that's important because the it they're going to get nervous again, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the stakes are higher in there, you know, and maybe just kind of reframe it. It's just another game. Like if you guys, I think if I can really keep saying, look where you were, you know how to get there, keep staying there. And, yeah. I, and I tell them, look, if you guys continue to, to play fearless and do what you do, mm. honestly, you're unbeatable. Yeah. Like you, but, but the thing is, is that you've been there. You've shown me, you've shown yourselves, you've proved to yourself and as a team that you can absolutely do this. Mm -hmm. So the challenge then will be to get back to where you were Saturday, mm -hmm. right? They've been there before in, in certain parts of the season as well, like a couple double headers, that one tournament we won, they've been there. They've been in that mind frame, they've been in that place where everything, excuse me, clicks and, and they are playing in mentally right where they need to be. So that constant reiteration of great job. Now let's, we gotta, we gotta keep kind of fine tuning some things Keep getting your repetitions, be in control of those emotions, stay comfortable, stay confident, mm -hmm. and, and you guys will be fine. So yeah. that'll be the challenge for them. So I think that's kind of it, kind of refocusing on those things they did really well. Mm -hmm. I don't think I need to pick something that, that they need to work on. I think right. focusing on things they did really, really well, mm -hmm. including their whys, like you said, I think will be the key. Yeah. Because honestly, I think at this point, especially like when you have proven yourself and you have clear like oh yes we've done this before it's not about fixing anything getting back anywhere it's just staying out of your own way yeah for sure <laughs> it's just it's true. just don't block yourself you'll be good <laughs> it's true and i think i think you know i heard i heard some of my kids who had never experienced postseason before after we won that was so much fun mm -hmm. well, of course of course it's fun to win and of course it's fun to play that way but i think it's it's i want to iterate the fact that it was fun because you guys were in that place mm -hmm. where it it is it's easy mm -hmm. or easier because you're in that place and then when it all comes together that's what's so much fun yeah that's so much fun it's of course the the reward at the end is you know you get the little medals and you get the trophy i should have brought it in here <laughs> excited, but um but it's that's kind of like the reward for all your hard work mm -hmm. that you're putting in right so um, we had read a story. Um, I have a postseason tradition. Some things I can't change. Um, but I had read a story to them from Mind Gym. That's my book, my go-to book at postseason. I always pick so a story. It's kind of, and it talked about dreaming and how great it was to dream. Mm. And I talked about, you know, you have this big dream of winning the state championship. And I said, but it starts here. And I said, you know, you get this really nice trophy. It's shaped like the state of Michigan. I said, but they only get bigger. The trophies get bigger. Mm -hmm. So keep focusing on that. Keep that in the back of your mind. And that, that should propel you, you know, to that place where you need to be. So I think if we can keep kind of 
going through that, I'd like to think my motivational speeches help, but in, I think in my mind, I think, I'm like, yeah, it was all motivational, but I think, you know, <laughs> they just got to give themselves credit for, for doing it because I can say I'm just words, right? So it's, it's, it's really up to them to, to put that into action and to really believe in themselves. At this point, all the coaches are doing nothing but encouraging and nothing but positive. So that's where we've got to be for them. And if they can continue to do that, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah. And I agree. Motivation, inspiration work, but they only last if they're drawing from something inside. So that's why I love that it's about the why. It's about things they've already learned and grown through. Because if they pull something out of left field, it might be inspired for a minute, but then they get back to the game like, oh, but never mind. I'm still, I'm still scared. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because sure. I know I've personally been through that. Like, I'm pumped! And then <laughs> turn away from the speech. I'm like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, that, that doesn't motivate me at all. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I've kind of been the same. You, you hear these motivational speeches and it may give you that moment, mm -hmm. you know, do something. Like, motivational speech i heard at the conference that made me text you right so uh -huh. all those things you know are a mm -hmm. part of it oh absolutely yeah. and if you build it into the whole thing then it's all like oh yeah that makes sense too yeah because i give the girls quotes before every game uh before every postseason game i write them a letter all of these things are the same thing that i've always done so the letter the district letter was all about remember how far you've come remember mm -hmm. where we started remember everything that you've done all the blood sweat and tears you put into this i mean look how many sprints you've done how many push-ups how many late nights how many scraped up legs and elbows from diving on the field all the work that you've put in for the notebooks and building that mental confidence all of that that you've done since january is now it's going to pay off mm -hmm. now if you just go out there here are your wise remind them of their wise here's if you just go out there and be you just be confident and be you and remember to play fearlessly and be resilient and you want to be impactful. So do something, you know, and you're empowered to make those decisions to, mm -hmm. to just be you and to, to play free. So I give them that letter and, you know, I hand it out and tell them to read it, they put it in their notebook and then they go warm up. So now I got to come up with a regional letter. So that will just be the, look what you've done. You know, you did this mm -hmm. last week. Look how far you've come. You are so ready. Just, just go out there. You know, I don't know what I'll say. I usually just kind of come off the cuff and type it up. But mm -hmm. and then I'll give them their fives at practice tomorrow. Um, we always take a picture with the district championship with first ones, and then we hold fives up. You know, because that's the focus, right? Those five. Mm -hmm. We have five more games left. That's the goal, at least mm -hmm. to, to achieve. So just keep going. That's it for this week. Be sure to grab your free challenge at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash episode twelve. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. We hope you're enjoying the show. If so, we truly appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes or on our site at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash reviews. Let us know what you've learned and how you've implemented these practices with your players. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you next week.